Hey guys, it's Jake here. You know, buy the merch. Like, wait, this one? We got a cool, cool back. It's two-sided. It's black. It's pretty cool. Wait, Gage. Okay, let me go. Let me. Your go. turn. Your okay, turn. Your turn. Buy, buy the merch. It's got back to it. It's, it's blue. Um. Buy the merch. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swizz, joined by Joe Worsley, ripping top. Lax Bro Joe. Lax Bro Joe. That's a good one. Yeah. Jake McSlongs. Jake McSlongs. And an honorary guest here, back from the dead. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Micah. What's up, everybody? My name is Michael Maha. When's the, <laughs> hey, when's the last time you were on the podcast, actually? I'm serious. I was just thinking that. Uh, in the van. I think in the van. What? Oh, when we got in a fight with Jack Eisner? No. It was, yeah, it was for Orange County Crown. Oh, yeah, that van. We did it twice, I thought. We did it twice in the van. And we're about to go do it again. Every time we're in the back, we're going to be in the van. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that was the last time. The exactly, van. exactly. So, Micah, why don't you give a really quick really cap what you've been doing? Because everyone's like, where's Micah? Everyone always hits me with the, where's Micah? When are they going to learn? <laughs> you guys learn? Exactly. Um, no, I was I just been in Hawaii for three weeks, um, visiting family on Oahu and then Big Island as well. So that's where I've been. The boys kind of just hold it down. They just if they text me, Steady. hop on the podcast. I'm there, and if not, they just hold it down. That's kind of <laughs> all of a sudden every Friday, every Friday six p.m. You just see a podcast whether I'm on it or not, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I just want to point out that our setups have been get been getting ghettoer and ghettoer as we go along. If you were to see this setup, the amount of jig jig what's a jig jerry rigging things jerry about rigging. right now is phenomenal. And that's what the tour's about. We love the tour about that. Lactro Joe is actually going after it. Yeah, so we're in Delaware right now. Or no, no we were, we're in not. Delaware and then we're back in Maryland today. We're in the DC area visiting our family. We get back tomorrow. We gotta to start going grass and practice prepare, yeah, grass practice tomorrow by coach. Coach demanded it. Um, for a while spatula, for a while packa. And uh, we're pretty psyched okay. to be back. We haven't played it. We haven't seen each other since Orange County Crown. So it's going to be a good time. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys saw our video on Instagram. I don't even know if or, or on uh, TikTok. I don't even know if Micah saw it. Uh, we're back with Slunks. Slunks out of our back. Micah, did you see that video? I did. It was pretty good. incredible. Top did you like it? Did you like it? <laughs> did you see our video yesterday about the Luau? Yeah. Did you see the message like at the, the end? end? <laughs> the what at the end? The end of it. I don't remember what was it. Watch it right now. No, not right now. We'll watch it later. Yeah, we said we said this because we knew you loved the name of the Luau. We said this this message is brought to you endorsed, endorsed and approved, approved by Micah Ma. Wow. We've been having and we said in the for people that don't know, I don't know if we told the story on the podcast, but these guys were bothering me for a name for it for so long, and I just kept giving them like. Normal freaking names like out of system invitational or like, but we can't. 
And they were just like, no, no, it needs to be Hawaii. Not, I don't know if it was you no, guys or no. other people. Is, is, yeah. It was not really us on our side. I'll just say it wasn't really on our side. Okay, okay. But they wanted it to be a Hawaiian word slash name. And that is not the way to go, in my opinion. So when they came out with the luau, I was like, they really okay. went as, as bad as they could have gone. All right, listen, listen. listen. Here is the dilemma of that. When you pick a tournament, right, you obviously have your, like, your theme, for whether it's your company is your theme or whatever. But you can't say what you can say. We, we were partnering with another company, so you can't say the – we can say the Atticism and 7 Gen Classic. Like, like who the – like, that's just like, what the heck is – like, like what is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What about the 007 Classic? Because it's out of – Well, you should have said that at the Gen. time. We kept asking, like, what's the name? You're like, ooh, I don't know, I don't know. The no, classic, I, ooh, I, I gave you guys – Bro, you – Bro, you said, and I kept saying you can't say that because because I get to put seven gen in there, and you wouldn't put seven gen in Wait, there. Wait, seven gen or uh, seven gen? Gen X. Seven gen. Gen Z. Not gen Z. Seven gen. I actually went K O H N K H O N K H O N Con News, and I uh, I actually called him X Gen Z or something like that. X Gen. Or something. I forget. Like, dude, what are you doing? Anyways, but Micah, you did not give great advice. I clearly remember him like, wow. Mike is really not giving great advice right now. I'm clearly saying that in my head. Well, With the names. Usually give great advice. Don't get me wrong. Contextually, you don't want to go for, like, the craziest name. Right, and 100%. You, you know? But our, we usually set a really low bar, and we were striking out way below that bar, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> we did have a few good meetings, though. <laughs> Dude, late. All right, we can't get down this rabbit hole. The late night uh, creative meetings for me, you and Faina, or me and you, Micah. Oh my god. Anyways, yeah. anyways. Long story short, Luau. They're like Seven Gen Kinos. Like the Luau. Seven Gen is great to work with, by the way. No, 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 no bad on their name or anything. Um, yeah, they're legit, and, huh? And they said that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, it's great working with them. All right. So we're back with Slunks and Joe. Can you do us a favor? I don't know if you guys all. Everyone, sit up straight right now. Everyone, sit up straight. As you can see. Joe, go over to that camera right now. They can't really hear you, but they can see you. See the front right there that Joe's showing? The 4th of July, out of system long sleeves. Look at that. Can oh, they see? Can they that, see? Look at that lat spread. Nice, Joe. I just see a <laughs> dump huge. truck in front of me. I don't know. That's what I see. Um, they're super nice. What should we call these bad boys? 4th of July. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. But we're coming out with new merch, and then we're also bringing our OG. The Star Spanky Banner. Star Ooh, Spanky. Banners. Something like that. Ooh, Star Spanky Banners. <laughs> Ooh, stars making banners. <laughs> or you're the ooh say, can you see? Ooh say, ooh, that's good. We got some good ideas right here. We got some good <laughs> ideas right here. And then, um, but with that, and then we got the OG pink hoodies coming back. Only if you're at the event, you can get these. Uh, get In these Wisconsin. Things. In Wisconsin, at Wal- Wal- Spatula. Um, and like I said, we came up with a new thing at Slunks, and the Slunks will be available in the next six weeks here. So stay ready. And there, and it's a new, it's a new pair. Mike, have you seen them yet? Uh, you design person or the design. Oh, he designed the them? design. You helped or design them. Uh, the design. Have you seen? Have you seen what they look like at all? I mean, in person. Yes. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. we saw them on Facetime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well then yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. make sure. Let's make sure. Fire. Anyways, let's just get on to the good news here. Let's get on the big news here. Jake, what's the big news here? Big Ten. Oh, USC, UCLA joining the Big Ten. Pac-12 no longer the Conference of Champions. That's Maybe. true. I don't think they have been for a bit. We'll quote Bill Walton on that one. The Conference of Champions. That's true. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, starting in 2024, UCLA and USC will 
be joining the Big Ten, um, a lot bigger than the Big Ten. It's like the Big 16 or <laughs> 14 or something. So let's just kind of get into the mm-hmm. aftermath of what's kind of going to happen with that. Jake, Jake you kind of talked about in the car about, like, just done with conferences and stuff. Yeah, so what I think what's going to happen in college football especially is two super conferences, and it's going to be like kind of like a pro league, 30-team type of thing. And I don't know, I think that's going to be the future. I think the rest of the conferences and the rest of the sports are going to stay similar-ish, change a little, little bit, but football is going to be totally out the window. It's just going to be SEC and Big Ten. SEC, Big Ten, but there's also going to be, like, I don't know, like, Northwestern is not going to be in there, right. or some of, like, the lower, like, Rutgers, Maryland. So the Big West, well, baby. Let's, well, let's tie this into volleyball. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, biggest thing, we were talking about, Micah, and I know you spoke to some people about this briefly. We were just spoke about volleyball this morning. We were mostly speaking about football yesterday. But volleyball, I was thinking, at first, I'm like, you know, USC, UCLA hasn't been super crazy strong recently. But the main reason a lot of girls go to these Big Ten schools is to play in the Big Ten. So now they can go play in the Big Ten and then live in California. They're, that might be very, very advantageous. I I didn't even really, like, really think about it. I just thought, oh, they're not going to do super well because whatever reasons. But now that they can play in the Big Ten, play against all the schools, and live in California... Um, I think, I think those schools will uh, be benefiting a large amount here in the future, and so it's gonna be interesting. But I want to get to you, Mike. I know you got a chance to speak to uh, a couple well, of coaches just, in the Pac-12. Yeah, I just so happened to be at practice um, yesterday morning with uh, the coach of uh, Stanford Beach Volleyball, and he had mentioned like, "Hey, you know, like Stanford or USC and UCLA might be leaving." I just got uh, a message. And I was like, what? Like, I've not heard anything about it. And then today the news broke, and, and I was at practice again and then this morning. And he had kind of mentioned that he thinks, and he's, he's not, he doesn't know what happens on the football side of things, right? But he's thinking that uh, the Pac-12 or the Pac-10 as of now might even further dilute and then not exist anymore. Um, where the, the schools up north, the big ones, Stanford or Oregon, might try and join the Big Ten too. Yeah, because uh, the they might came have out a... about uh, Notre Dame, and because the Big Ten wants Notre Dame, but if they don't get Notre Dame, I think Washington and Oregon are the Big Ten. There you go. And then if you lose two teams in LA and two team powerhouses of NorCal, then the Pac-10 or Pac-12, sorry they're going to just dilute and just kind of have to go and join other conferences. So Yeah, I mean, especially with the Big 12 kind of ending, that could be a whole other thing. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, tying it, like, for me, it's all about, you know, I was reading into why at the end of the day, and they said a large reason was because of the projected uh, revenue in the next four to five years between the Big 10 and the Pac-12 budget. And then, sec- like, for me, also, you look at everything always ties back to football. You look at, you know, the timing of Lincoln Riley coming over from Oklahoma – that might have been built into, you know, the agreement somehow. Like they literally talked about the the conversation started right when he came over to USC. So that might have been built into the like sort of move over to SC saying like, okay, I'll come, but we gotta I don't know. I yeah. don't know what happened behind scenes. You're but saying. It was around the same timing that they started having those negotiations when they brought him in. Yeah, because I know that a lot of other people in the Pac twelve were really like not USC, they were really pissed when Lincoln Riley came over because they knew something like this was going to happen and it was kind of just going to be over. Because it's like, oh, USC, Lincoln Riley, great for the Pac 12, but actually not. <laughs> well, I had just great seen something like, I just seen something not to get too off off the point, um, but on TikTok about like 
uh, Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks and how his dad yeah. was the first person yeah. of the agent and the agent became the owner of the Knicks. And then his the owner of the Knicks' son represents Jalen Brunson. And they're like, of just how messy. Because this isn't coach now. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. How because, yeah, it I saw that. Like how, how much like relationships and under the table stuff can play into contracts and, and big moves that like normal population, the normal population just does have, doesn't have any idea about. So do you think we talked about this in the car? Do you think it's just going to turn to like three big, the big 10 SEC is going to say the thing. That's it. Just those two. It's those two. It's so like too. Miami, Florida state, all those big schools in the ACC are joining the SEC. When? I mean, like that's, that's what's going to happen eventually in my opinion. But what about basketball? I feel like the ACC's basketball that's true. is strong enough to actually like football for sure is, is king but like duke basketball and north carolina basketball but they can stay like for example like like they can stay they can stay like because i know hawaii we have uh, oh unless we change the school but i know there's like multiple different like this sports in this conference this sports like yeah you know what i'm saying cal poly is cal poly's in the pac 12 for wrestling and like the big sky for football and how this direct, and how this directly impacts volleyball a lot of the mid-majors are going to get screwed over big time here it was going to happen budgets are going to like like a school like Hawaii, you know, this, like see a lot of the Big West, I think is gonna get screwed over big time. Do you think you're gonna try and join someone big? I well, the um, Hawaii's in the Mountain West for football, so that's a different category. Well, Hawaii's also at a point, you know, the university where their football team doesn't have a legit stadium. They're still trying to figure out their whole like they're they have a lot of issues going on. They're not a very attractable program, especially on the football side, and so people. Like, I think people understand like. Universities are ran by football and basketball in in the Power Five, and so you really have resources where the where the you know vo- volleyball for UCLA, USC, all that will benefit significantly from Big Ten budgets. That's true. Yeah, the I, rich- mean, I was also talking about going back to the volleyball and the recruiting. I was talking to some girls like a few years ago that were when I was in high school getting recruited. Jake no, was talking to some girls. And they're girls that are my age that I go to school with, like the Big Twelve or Big Ten. They're getting recruited way earlier than the Pac-12, also. So that goes into that hole because some girls want. Wait, to wait, like wait, 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 wait! You said that the Big Ten girls get recruited earlier. Yeah, a lot of the girls but that lot, commit but... to the Big Ten all commit way earlier okay. than any girls committing to the Pac-12. But is it? Are you saying like, even like the big time recruits? Like, imagine like for example, Mac May. I'm sure she was a very big recruit. You're saying she didn't get recruited. Like a lot of the girls that commit from at the California. Same time? I mean, I mean, I, are you, are you saying like, California recruits? And Cal, like, she's from the Midwest. Are you saying like the big time recruits or like the right below the mid big time? I think kind of right below. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because they're all getting recruited earlier in the big. Well, didn't the they big change the recruiting earlier. process on the women's side? Because I know at one point it was getting so out of hand that like they eighth did. graders were committing. That's true. Yeah, I think no, Zana committed her freshman year, maybe to UCLA. Maybe it was later, but yeah. that's pretty common for girls. It, back then, it was it was like freshman year. You were like freshman sophomore year. You're committed, and I think they might have changed that. I think contacts now junior year. I think it's pretty similar I think junior to boys year as well. side now. Yeah. That's which what is, I thought. like you said, it was pretty ridiculous on the girl side. Girls were eighth so graders. Yeah, I'm glad they fixed that up. Everything. I'm glad they fixed that because that There's was a problem. So much that was so know. ridiculous. Yeah. So much. Well, now they're gonna wait. So if the Pac-12 diminishes, right? What happens to those big schools? Like, for example, I feel like, so you know, like. For our listeners out there, a lot of the Pac-12 schools are part of the MPSF, right? They form a school because there's not enough men's programs in the Pac-12. 
for them to fill in and just be their own, just be part of the Pac-12. So would it be like that, you think, in, like, the girls' programs that still remain? Like, the boys, like, honestly, men's volleyball, this really isn't going to affect anything. Honestly, like, well, all because we're, we are, there's no Power Five, there's no one part of a Power Five conference in men's volleyball. It's not going to affect us at all. But women's volleyball, maybe they do what the men's did from these smaller conferences, like the Big West or whatever, or something like that. Like, obviously, I'm not talking about USC or UCLA or Washington or like, Oregon who joins, but like Oregon State, like, where's Oregon State going to go? Where's, well, it all depends what happens you know, with Oregon and Washington, because if not, then they're still going to have no a strong offense, Oregon volleyball State. conference. Because Washington's really good. Oregon's good, and Stanford is really good. Right, they're going to find homes, but you're talking about like six to five to six more teams. Like, what about the bottom of the Pac-12? I mean, what about the bottom of these big conferences? I see them forming small. There's no... Like, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if, if they don't... If U.S. or if Washington and Oregon don't leave, like, they would just keep the, uh, the, like, the rest of true. the conference. That's true. And maybe add, like, Hawaii or... San Diego State or something. So does it also think about this? Think about this. Imagine you're in the I'm just calling the Big Sixteen, the Big Ten. Imagine you're a women's team, right? And think about the seeding of the NCAA tournament. Do they get more pull or less pull because of that, right? Let's say you're. Uh, let's be honest here. The bottom half of the Big Ten is probably better than most of the top halves of the others. You know what 100%. I'm saying? Well, the Big Ten so, had ten teams make the tournament, like eight to ten. Teams exactly. But now they got more. Sports. But think about that. But now US, UCLA and USC were just there. Let's say UCLA and USC have a terrible year, right? But they're still probably better than a lot of those teams, right? Or like a lot of those teams that are like not there that made the tournament in other conferences. Now they're going to the Big Ten and they're just as good, not, if not better. Does that hurt their chances now? It's or does it, they have the Big Ten swag to them? It's the same thing that happens in every sport. I mean, when you have like a limited amount, nobody, every, you're going to have some people that are unhappy. Whether it's in football, you know, you have the fifth and sixth place team. Sometimes the second or third team in the SEC is way better than it. A champion from another conference, but it's just how the formula works out, and you have to win big games at the end of the day. You by playing in a major conference like you know USC, UCLA, they're going into a way tougher conference now, and they're from a volleyball side of things, they're going to have to uh, obviously perform better. You have to beat the top teams in order to get out of those conferences. So why do you guys think that those conferences have just become so much better? Like the Pac-12 used to be pretty good. What goes in waves, man? It's football because. They've always been better at football. You mean as a whole? Or just, like, no. They, I mean, like, like for example, USC used to be pretty solid at football. Oregon used to be very solid at football. Washington used to be able to do some things. And now it's just like, I get the SEC was always dominant. But, like, how are we losing to the other, to the Big Ten, like a lot of those guys? I mean, like, how can you Stanford play? not compete? Well, Stan- like, we- would you rather play at Stanford or Michigan? Play at the Big House with 100,000 people or at Stanford? No disrespect to Stanford, well, but I that's mean, a whole other thing. The Big Ten's always been good. You got Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, who've been good for years and years and years. And football drives the rest of the sports. Like college. So sports, you think it's it's you think it's the crowd? No, I think well, I think it's seven. I you know coaches say this, and I do still believe this. Like college athletics is seventy to seventy five percent recruiting at the end of the day. Like your ability to recruit and get. Like, obviously, culture and all that stuff plays into it, but at that level where you have, like, four years to really mold somebody and bring them in, it's like you've got to recruit the right people, have the right people in the building, and then ultimately get the talent in. And the Big Ten, like he said, continues to do that. They get the top recruits every single year. There's something about the, the Pac-12 where they're just not getting the top-level talent. And that's why, you know, they bring somebody like Lincoln Riley in who is the football, what do they call him, the quarterback, what do they call him? Quarterback it's like, king. It's like we always tie coach. back. And again, we're a volleyball podcast. So we don't know, you know, we're not experts in football in any sense, but everything ties back to football. You have to understand that. Um, and so, 
for us, deals. I, you know, I all the time am looking at like recruiting and uh, and videos and profiles and stuff on the football side of things because I'm big into college football and they continue. Big Ten will continue uh, to just pump out uh, the top recruit or get, recruit the top recruits, and I think it's just the experience in, as a whole. You know, Pac-12, yeah. you don't have these crazy experiences, football experiences that you do. Big Ten, SEC type of environments. And so it's difficult. If you're not winning, like, it's really difficult to then, you know, you saw it. You pulled to UCLA, a football game. You drive, Students are driving 45 minutes off campus. SC, it's, those a, very, who are it's a very different type of vibe that you're getting um, at those schools. And so if they're not winning, it's difficult to kind of change that. And the, their solution has just been to change the coach constantly all the time. And it's the same thing, you know. And then I, I always think that at those major schools, um, you know, football and basketball programs directly like reflect down throughout the throughout the athletic department. Usually, you know, when football basketball is doing well, teams have budgets and they spread that out amongst the athletic department. And you see that kind of um, you see that, like I said, reflected amongst the athletic department. So it's difficult to recruit Pac-12. I think if you're not winning, because you just don't have that same type of energy that you do in the SEC or the, or the Big Ten. And the facilities, like if you want to go back to volleyball in the Big Ten, like a lot of these. Like colleges all have their own separate volleyball arenas. Yeah. So that's a whole nother thing. It's facilities. It's like you go to a campus, and you see a brand new state of the art only volleyball facility. That's a whole step up, other than someone that doesn't have that. Except the Stan Sheriff Center, that will always be goaded. The one, the one thing that's <laughs> going to be interesting for you know, just on his mind, Jimmy, uh, Stanford, not Stanford, sorry, USC, UCLA, they have most of their games Pac-12 network. How is that going to work with Big Ten? Oh. Are all those games going to go now into the Big Ten network television? First time ever on Big Ten. Or how does that work? You know, Wait, with, Why would they be in the Pac-12 network? What do you mean by that? Is, is Big Ten going to want to pick it up? That's what he's asking. Is it what he's Big saying? Ten, yeah. They have to, like, there's a separate yeah, contract, i Yeah, there's a huge market in L.A. I know, but for, I'm saying for on the volleyball side of things, like, are they going to want to pick big, up men's volleyball? Exactly. Think about men's volleyball. Do they care about men's volleyball? Exactly. In the in Indiana, in they have they have like Ohio State, Penn State men's volleyball. They're playing Wait, games on that. Is it, are they true. are they playing Big Ten? Are they on Big Ten Network? Uh, Ohio State. I think a couple. Yeah, yeah. I've I've watched games on Big Ten. Okay, then we're good. We're in the clear here. We're in the clear. Let's hope there's a market for those of you listening. Make sure you watch a bunch of Big Ten games, so you can get it more and more. Um, hey, Mike, you got a chance to speak to a USC coach too. I believe. Did you speak to somebody from USC or UCLA? You think they're? Back. Let's just. Do you think? Do you think the women's volleyball program's happy? UCLA and USC, they're happy. Because think about it, USC did not have a great year. Okay, I think they made the tournament barely. No, if they, I don't think they even made the tournament. Okay, and now they're gonna go in the Big Ten. Chances are, Brad Keller, love you like a brother. But they're you all, they're they're, re, they're in the re, yeah they're in the rebuilding stages I'd say and they're on the way up. I don't think they're quite there yet and they're just gonna enter an even harder uh, schedule. And then also, um, UCLA also had a good year. They're, they'll be good, but they're not going to be as dominant as they were in the Pac-12. So I wonder if they're actually happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they happy that they're moving? You know? Imagine I mean, you going to rebuild. I think they're going to think, like, on the positive side, like, it's going to help them with recruiting. To be true. playing against all these big schools, all these big facilities, playing to basket every year, that might is help true. them recruit. That is true. That is true. It might help them tap into that uh, Midwest, like, talent pool, too. That's so true. Yeah, like, you could play I know that a lot of times people, like, if you're a Hawaii kid, a lot of times, like, the school will try and say, like, we're going to come back and play Hawaii your senior year. Or we'll come back and play Hawaii your junior year and sophomore year. And that means a lot to kids. Um, and so the ability to, like, say that to 
these kids from Missouri so or Nebraska or Wisconsin, like we're going to play here twice a year and your family can watch. Uh, I wonder if that, if that means anything to them. So that, that, that move out to the West coast isn't as daunting. And it's like, you can live in LA and still like what you're saying, go to the Midwest all the time or we from there. LA. I think yeah. they'll have to, Sunshine they'll have to decide if it was good or bad, like 10 years down the line. That's good. If try. conferences are even still a thing. Speculation. Once their budgets increase, I think they'll be happy. Uh, all the budgets are going to increase. Big Ten money is like big money. <laughs> there was a there was a time when Hawaii, Mike, you know this. Hawaii was like top three in the nation. And I remember it was when Josh Walker, well, former assistant coach, now at Baylor, um, example of Power Five conference, power of of uh, football money, good move by Josh. Um, and he was just saying, like, the amount of gear, because obviously he's in the program. He was the assistant coach, so he sees, like, gear. He sees everything, facilities. It's like, for a small program like Hawaii, the amount of gear and the amount of access and accessibility to anything they wanted increased by an insane amount. And it doesn't matter what school you're at. As easy as pointed out, football will change your life. Like I said, this change won't really affect, I mean, in the near sight, as far as we can see, it's not going to really affect men's volleyball at all because we always we have those small. There's no Power 5 conferences for the – Men's volleyball, but for women's volleyball, it's going to get interesting. I think Joe brings a good point. I think everyone brings a good point about how it's going to affect everyone. Um, a couple of weeks down, down the line, just to see, kind of let the calm down a little. Uh, maybe we can get Brad Keller on here and ask him about it. Be like, yo, like, like is there anything like news or anything? I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's the same. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Mikey, you might know. This is just kind of a side note. I know in the Big Ten, which is pretty sick, they have it's a l- rule in the Big Ten. They have to charter every single oh. match. In Pac-12, was it that way? Because now all those girls, no. it's, part, it's part of their rules. They have to charter. They got the money for it. It's okay. It's going to be so expensive. They're going to be flying so much. They have their own private I mean, flight. They have their private jet. Lincoln but, Riley, oh. you know, Lincoln Riley's private jet. <laughs> Lincoln, the, <laughs> cannot believe they ended up bought him a house and a private jet to come coach at USC. That's crazy. Well, think about it. Well, think about they it. might as How well many... just buy, buy planes. They probably already That's what I'm do. saying. It's That's what I'm saying. Cheaper. They gotta have two. They gotta have two planes because they gotta have one that fits. Well, no, they gotta have three or four because or, or one big one because they gotta have one that foot fits football. But does that mean every sport has to get chartered? I'm telling you, volleyball has to get chartered because of Title Nine. But does everybody? Or they? Or I don't know. It's and a rule. It's also in, hard, in like flying now. into Penn State. Like there's small airports. airports. Yeah. I know private airports. That's why you have to like charter it. Big Ten schools got they got airlines. They got all the airlines. That is true. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Big Ten schools are in these smaller in these smaller towns, and so it's way easier for them to get teams in and out. It's gonna be one hey. heck of a travel for USC and UCLA. Think about this. All right, this is our last. Mike, do you have any closing remarks before I say one more thing here? Wrap it up. No, here. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just thinking about. It. Imagine like Lewis. Lewis has his own airport, so imagine you fly into the school like that. You play, and then you just fly right out of the school like that. That'd be sick. I don't think any school has anything like, like that. The Show whole plane is painted yeah. like USC. <laughs> <laughs> just walk out right into the gym. That's, that'd be so wild. <laughs> that'd be so sick. Um, <laughs> home of the Flyers, baby. Well, with that, wrapping up, what's, guys. What's our schedule next week? What is our schedule? All right. Let's think. All right, so we well, get no, home. Let's just, let's just let's talk about talk. Right? Let's not make let's not let's not let make Gage talk. <laughs> we played the Fourth of July tournament. Happy Fourth of July to everybody. First, revealing time. the slunks too. Yeah, revealing the slunks. We'll have That'd those. Wild. Also, what are you guys? Mo- everybody, what are you most looking forward uh, to at Walpaca? Everybody. Ooh. What are you most looking forward to? Playing, bro. Talking, because some guys there can rile me. I don't really talk that much smack, but those guys can rile me up for sure. You know how to get them going. After what Gage has been saying on the podcast and our content, I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of people saying. What I'm saying. You just, you just always. I have made a lot of enemies. This summer, I have made a lot of people mad. I will admit that. That's fair. Hey, it's good content. It's good content. But hey, but if you're not making people mad, then so 
Everybody's gonna be after Gage. Everybody's gonna I be love after it. Gage. I love it. Love, I love it. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the competition, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's get after it, Joe. Jesus, sorry. Last bro, uh, Joe, chill. The uh, I'm absolutely most looking forward to just the crew being there. Our whole crew. It's so fun. Just everybody seeing everybody there. And obviously playing, and we love playing and having a good time. But I just love being around the crew there. It's such a good time. And the sure. people there. I love the people of Wisconsin. Good. The That's boat true. ride. The Midwest. Boat ride. I'm excited what to a... see people's faces when they're served by Shurgeon. Dude. Oh. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> just like Please. following that guy with the camera around and just seeing people be like, Holy damn! <laughs> am I supposed to do with this? That might be that's the first it. person we have to do a three-man service with, for sure. Yes. <laughs> Correct right, answer. I got the sideline. I got the the rope. Jakey? Uh, I'm excited. Overall vibe. It's a great vibe at Wapaka. So well put, dude. Mike, is that your last thing? No, that's actually what I'm the most okay. excited Okay, about. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. I just want to give a fat shout out. Again, I haven't done a slunk shout out. We have the Jake Mix. Jake, you got to balance on there. Balance there. Go. Stand up. They got to see the slunks. You got to stand on it. You got to balance on it. You got to stand on it. We haven't done this in a while. Shout out to our boy Slunks here. Jake makes slunks here with the slunks. Our our new slunks will be dropping in six weeks. But remember, new slunks are on the website pretty much every month. And make sure to check out slunks. Well, it's something slunks.com. You know the website. Getslunks.com. If you don't have slunks, you have to get slunky. Get some slunks with you. Also, you can't get slunky without getting your Dr. P's ease. Dr. Price electrolytes. Addison over 20% off. Link in the bio. You know how it is. Ejected. Ball, 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 ball. Uh, Lax Bro Joe is ready to go. <laughs> All right, remember, can't handle the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode. Put it on by Out of System. Bingo.